0: Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host, as always, David Coward. And thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen to what this guy has to say. Honestly, ladies, gentlemen, everyone, boys, girls, children of all ages, anyone who listens to this show, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you for everything you do. I appreciate it. I really, really do. Um, I know I probably my voice probably sounds terrible. Everyone has told me I look terrible. Um, I've worked a seventy-five hour week this week. It's Friday night, and uh, the mood is right. I'm gonna have some fun, sleep, and uh, <laughs> and sleep and sleep and sleep. Because uh, quite frankly, I am exhausted. I have done more in this week than I've done in in a couple months at work, probably. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, my voice is going. My uh, my mind is going. <laughs> and yeah, uh, you know, it's just been <clears throat> it's been good. It's been good. It felt good to actually sleep through the night. What of the night, I didn't sleep because uh, I was working. I was getting up at 5:30 and getting home around 1 o'clock to 1:30 every night. So it's definitely been an adventure. So you're seeing I'm only getting about four hours of sleep, but usually I don't sleep for a solid four hours anyway. You know, usually it's like tossing and turning or I'll, I'll wake up about 30 minutes to an hour before my alarm clock goes off. So I'll get, I might get four hours of sleep over the course of, like, say, five or six, um, and, and according to my Fitbit, uh, in the summer. Because usually with the, the constant heat, and the humidity changes, the storms, cold, hot, you know, the constant back and forth because of all the craziness. Thunderstorms we have, Um, and of course when hurricane season kicks in, you know you have all those storms running off from that. And uh, yeah, it's it's hard for me to sleep this time of year. uh, I constantly find myself uh, tossing and turning, having trouble getting to sleep, and uh, so it's been nice to actually have to be awakened by my wife. Versus waking up and being like, "What time is it? Why am I awake? Uh, the alarm hasn't even went off, and then I just start to doze back and get back to sleep, and the alarm goes off so yeah, it's definitely been it's been fun it's been an adventure, and uh, you know i I haven't been on a game i've missed I've certainly missed that uh because it's just one of those things where it's like. I've got four hours before I have to get up and go back to work, or start prepping to go back to work. I'd get home, get the shower, go straight to bed, well, I'd feed the cats, go straight to bed, and that was it. matter of fact, I wasn't even really eating supper, I was just eating a big lunch, and I'd end up with driving on the way home, and I'm like, I want, I need I'm kind of hungry. I, I need to get something on my stomach before I get to bed. Because I'm you know, starting to feel like I need to eat something. And <clears throat> stopping at McDonald's uh, at one o'clock in the morning to get an order of fries and a coke, so I have something on my stomach. Um, you yeah, know, it's been kind of been kind of interesting. So, you know. It, it was good, you know, I needed that you know, I definitely realized <clears throat> I'm not as young as I used to be because you know, years past, I would have done this kind of work and been full of energy and still stayed out late, still got up early and all of that and now, yeah, no, no, not so much, uh, I'm going to sleep and waking up and going back to work and nothing else So, um, which is good. It's good to find out where your limits are, you know. It's good to find out and push yourself and see if you have what it takes to do stuff. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's always good to test and see where you stand um, in everything. You know, I would have never thought I could have been an author. You know, never thought I'd be an author. Never thought it would ever actually happen or was going to be possible because publishing companies didn't want, you know, something they had to take a chance on, and if it wasn't perfect in their eyes, they weren't going to take a chance on it, and I got turned down by every single publishing company that I applied to, hands down, or none. Every one of them said no, or they said nothing, Um, and the fact that something like Amazon's possible where I can put out those books and print them, and actually have printed copies of something that I wrote, something that I created, and to see that other people are holding copies of something I wrote and I created is incredibly gratifying, even if I've only sold you know two copies um you know it's still awesome, and you know I went through a I went through a huge crisis on that because I was hoping to sell more. I really thought I had something. Um, and, uh, you know, people that read the book liked it, you know, I mean, they might have had critiques here and there, um, or, or questions or ideas about it, but other, all in all, you know, they, they liked it, and, you know, um, I admit it wasn't the greatest book ever written, um. but it was certainly the greatest book I had ever written and the fact that I have it is awesome. Um, and, you know, it, it took some time for those boys to heal because I, I expected it not to be super fantastic, but, you know, like, it wasn't going to, like, catapult me to instant stardom and I wasn't going to be like, uh, you know, George R. R. Martin where I'm just able to travel around and live in the lap of luxury because I'm a multi-millionaire because of my couple books I wrote or uh, Ernest Cline who was paid double digit million dollars for the rights for both of his books to be turned into movies and as far as I know I think he's only written three books total and he's a multi-millionaire off of just those three, three books and actually mostly just the two books which is Armada and uh, Ready Player One so, you know, I wasn't expecting that, but I was expecting more than what happened. And so I look, I got disappointed. I got down in the dumps. I I felt like I failed. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I didn't deserve it. And, um, you know, I I was really depressed. You know, I was beat down, drug out, you know, wrung out, uh, you know, left out cold (laughs) and wet, Uh, you know, whatever, whatever saying, you know, that there is about somebody who's just got nothing left, Um, you know, and that was me. I was just a shell, just mindlessly meandering like a lemming, you know, walking to the edge, you know. But, of course, lemmings don't really walk, which I was... And this is kind of a side note. I'm not sure how I ended up thinking about this right now, of all things. But the game Lemmings is these little green creatures that just walk and walk and walk. And then when they come to a wall they can't pass, they they drop down to the next level and they walk. And they basically just keep walking until they walk to their doom, essentially. And your job as the player is to prevent them from dying and get them to safety.
1: Now, I
0: always thought that, you know, wow, this is kind of an interesting name for these little green creatures, and you know, where did they come up with this concept of these little green creatures just walking in line to their deaths, basically, and you have to save them? You know, it seems like an odd uh, invention. Had no idea, and then lo and behold, come to find out, uh, through just curiosity, that lemmings are actually hamster-like creatures. They're little brown hamsterish-looking creatures, and apparently, at some point in time, uh, they actually—I don't know if it's part of like some moon cycle or or something like that. When the moon gets a certain distance from the Earth, you know, because some slightly elliptical orbit being that the the moon is overcoming the gravity of the Earth, you know, just like satellites do, Uh, but at some point, they actually go crazy and just start running, and they leap off of cliffs and to their depths, and they're fine normally, but at some point, this event happens, and they all just, like, freak out and start running, and run until they can't run anymore. Um, So, definitely a very depressing piece of knowledge that I got, because I always thought the Lemmings game was kind of cool, but I didn't understand the origin of it, you know, how it came to be, and to learn that was kind of devastating I was like, oh, those poor creatures, you know, and they they look kind of fluffy, and, like, I showed my wife a picture of one, and she was like, oh, I want one. You know, I'm like, well, what if it goes crazy and runs into a wall and kills itself? I mean, you know, I don't don't know is there, you know, how do you prevent it from doing that? Is there a switch? Uh, You know, don't know. But, But anyway, yeah, so random piece of knowledge there. Um, but yeah, and I haven't really been able to game. You know, it's been kind of rough not doing that for this week. Because um, I've got to where I quite enjoy that. You know, it's relaxing. It's like a hobby. I just get on the computer, I crank up the game, I start broadcasting it out to Twitch, and then I, I start meandering about trying to figure out how to, what to do and how to play these games again. Um, and, you know, if any of you guys have been watching any, you see that I'm playing Fantasy Star 4, end of the millennium, and uh, I start up Final Fantasy uh, ten, so I'm kind of jumping back and forth between those. Because Fantasy Star is kind of ticking me off a little bit, because um, it's like you can't save in dungeons, which is fine. But I walked up thinking, like, okay, well, after I'm going to do this right quick, and I'll jump back to the entrance, I'll run down, back down, so I can face the, the next boss, and of course the boss completely pans me, and, uh, you know, the last time I saved was before I went into the castle. So, I've got to do all of that crap over again, and I'm not even sure how I found my way to the bottom, that was more an accident than an act. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's why I kind of started up Final Fantasy X I was like, if, if Fantasy Star ticks me off, I still want to be able to play something. So I was like, I need a second game just to give me a, a bounce back for when I stupidly try to do one last thing in the dungeon before I exit out through a spell to take me back to the entrance so I can save, and then run back down here, and, yeah, bad idea, because that one last thing happened to be the trigger point for the boss to appear. So, yay. And I'm thinking about actually getting a, um, PC capture card for, uh, broadcasting using my PC as a conduit, but playing the games through my PlayStation Classic or something else that's a little bit more reliable for what I'm doing, um, because some of the emulators on the PC don't work with certain games but they work with others, and vice versa. So having to figure that out is pretty terrible. PlayStation Classic has been a rock. You know, it, it's incredible. If you do not have one and you like playing old classic games, get a good USB 2.0, large storage USB 2.0 um, stick and a PlayStation Classic and look up AutoBleam and set that thing up right, <laughs> which is it's not hard to hard set up Not brain surgery. So it's not it's not tough. It just requires formatting and and, uh, and copying the ROM, you know, copying the uh, emulator and then putting your ROMs on it. But um, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And I picked up my PlayStation Classic for 25 bucks, brand new. They keep putting them on sale at like Best Buy and Amazon. Uh, I think last week I saw them as low as 20 dollars. So. Definitely pick one up if you haven't. Uh, this week I'm going to be, or this weekend I'm going to be picking up new shoes because the my uh, current shoes, which I've had for almost eight months, um, they finally died. They're worn out. The soles are dead, which is not a problem because the fact that they're completely like lost everything that helps them be comfortable. Uh, it's not a big deal because Nike shoes, they have uh, removable soles, so you can just take them out completely and replace them with new ones, uh, which would be what I would do. However, the other issue these shoes are having is the fact that they had uh, air cushioned heels and the cushions uh, popped or got punctured or something. At any rate, the air leaked out. So... Now when I step down, my feet actually go down further than they're supposed to um, on, in the heel, and so making them even less comfortable. And that's not something that's replaceable. I suppose I could probably get a bicycle tube, um, or uh, not bicycle tube, a basketball uh, needle, you know, for re- refilling the air in a basketball and fill the shoes with sticks and flat, but that would look really ghetto, so I'm just going to uh, go buy new shoes, you know, because I mean, I've had to buy new shoes with as much walking as I do in most jobs, I usually have to buy new shoes every six months to a year anyway, so it's not exactly like it's outside the realm of reasonability that I have worn out yet another pair of shoes because it's incredibly common so Yeah, I'll be getting that. Uh, My Alexa, I'll probably be getting rid of Alexa and saying goodbye to Alexa for good because for whatever reason, apparently they don't really like being connected to hidden wireless networks, which is weird because my Alexa and my Alexa Dot have been connected to my hidden wireless network for years with no problems. We had a couple weird power outages where the power flickered a couple times, and after that, they've not worked. The first one stopped working. My actual Amazon, you know, full Echo, the the tower, stopped working, and then my dot just stopped working last week. So, I'm sure as heck not going to sacrifice the added level of security that I have by having a hidden wireless network just so I can accommodate a, um, you know, virtual assistant uh, knick-knack, so I'm going to end up giving the dot to either my parents or my sister, <clears throat> if they want them, and then I'll probably end up getting a HomePod and uh, go that route. You know, I've been wanting to get a pod ever since I listened to it, play music and how well it could actually hear and understand me in an Apple store. The Apple store had roughly about 80 people in it. They were all talking and doing things that normal shoppers do. Walking around making noises, talking. Kids running around. You know, the things that you'd see in a normal store, right? And me and my wife were staying there by the HomePod and it's loud. We can't hardly hear the HomePod voice respond. We can't hardly hear Siri at all over the din of the noise, right? Now, we could hear, but it wasn't, you know, there was a lot of other stuff competing for that that space in our eardrums. Um, however, she told her to start playing music, and it was incredible how clear and crisp the music sounded, even with all of that noise in the background. So I was super excited by that. I was just really, really, really um, amused at how well it performed. And, of course, at that time, they were still, like, $399. So I was like, nope, not quite yet. But I think with the fact that both of you know, and I had the Alexa. It was working just fine, so I didn't need it. But now that my Alexa is given me problems, it's all of a sudden it no longer wants to connect with my wireless Network, and of course, I go search this information on Amazon's troubleshooting page, and they're like, Oh, yeah, that can happen. You know, you have to unhide your network, and it will work. And I was like, Nope, what else you got? <laughs> and there wasn't anything, so looks like I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into the Apple sphere. Um, I, know, I mean, heck, I've already got iPads, iPhone, Apple TV, uh, box, you know. Uh, iMac, all that stuff, so you know, not exactly like I can go too much deeper into it but yeah, I think I'm finally going to go make the plunge on that, have a superior virtual assistant speaker and uh, you know, use that uh, where it won't have a problem connecting to my wireless network and more fully integrate the Apple Home that I have set that I'm starting to build out, set up uh, with all my uh, smart gadgets. So yeah, all in all I think it'll be a better experience and I'm looking forward to that. So ladies and gentlemen, I have reached my home destination as I said I've worked 75 hours this week and I'm I'm tired. <laughs> so with all that said, have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful week ahead and as always, car thoughts out. We all know how hard it is to grow. Right, Especially if we are in the first month or years of our journey of our business startup or we're coaching or we're writing and we want to spread the word about us. We all know that it is pretty difficult to get the word out there, but that's exactly where I come in. I want to host an ad about your business into my podcast, Impact by Choice. So look me up on LinkedIn, Andrada Anitay, or reach out to David and he will help you get to me. I would love to work with you further on and I would love to help you boost the visibility of your brand.